what's going on? Welcome back to the Pickup Show. I am your host, Big Doc, co-host Al York from Al York Sportsman, coming at you. Episode number 13. Is there on the 13th? On, on the 13th. Episode number 13, on the 13th. Uh, lucky working on a Friday, Yeah, right? I'm about to say, but it's not Friday the 13th, right, 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 but right, right. it is the 13th. So we got 13 in them. So that's that's this many for you public school kids. See, 10 and then a 3, all right? So we're in number 13. Um, just uh, start to show off. Got some bad news today. Uh, somebody that was uh, very close to me as far as, uh, you know, coming up and whatnot, uh, my first college coach, uh, Coach Don Newman, uh, passed away after uh, fighting his battle with cancer. So um, it is kind of crazy that you, you know, you look at mortality that way and, uh, you know, definitely want to send my condolences out to the Newman family, uh, his daughters, uh, you know, his family all together, man. Uh, you never want to, you never want to hear anything like that. So, right, right. you know, it's just, you know, just crazy. You know, life is crazy, man. I'll what, say. What, what year is he coached you, Doc? And uh, exactly uh, that what? was 93 to 96. Okay. When I was at Sac State. Uh, he was a college coach. So um, all my brothers out there, uh, Big Milk, uh, Arthur Tate, A.B. Ramirez, Demond, Demone, uh, Mike Boyd, all you guys, man, um, you know, definitely stay tough, man. I know, like I said, this definitely touched a lot of us. And uh, everybody from Arizona State, uh, the San Antonio Spurs, uh, the Washington Wizards, where he also coached, um, you know, everybody make sure that you send condolences out. Uh, Coach Blunt, uh, I'm pretty sure you're taking this pretty hard. That's That was your road dog. So, um, you know, definitely condolences out to the to the Newman family, man. Uh, you'll be missed, Coach Newman. Rest in peace. All right. God dang it. <laughs> now, nah, man, uh. No, that 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 really bothered me, man. So let's 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 cheer up, man. We had some we had some football show. Uh we had some football this week. Week one is now in the books. We're now in week two. As a matter of fact, we got a game going on right now, twenty-eight to fourteen at halftime. Cincinnati is up. Yeah, Cincinnati's up. You it was know, up twenty one zip from what I was yeah. saying. Well no, it was it was uh it was twenty one seven and then they, they No, but they went up twenty one zip and oh, yeah, twenty one seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's 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 so a game. Carrot, carrot Chop doing his thing. It's, it's, and he's doing it. It's a game. It's a game. Yeah, so yeah. uh, Green by what? Two touchdowns already? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're crushing them. Oh, they're crushing wow. them over there. So we'll see what happens. But, but a good second half bet would be Baltimore. So Baltimore is going to be second they, half. They're going to come out swinging. They better. Yeah, they're going to come out they swinging. They better. They might not win, but they're going to definitely come, come out. Like come on, Flacco, a.k.a. Falco. <laughs> you, better, you better do something. You know, Lamar's right behind you, baby. Yeah, looking. He's he chomping at the bit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, but we did have some some very good games uh, from week one. A lot of surprises. A lot of surprises. Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, you can start with the surprises before I let this off. Uh, you want to start? You want to go to New Orleans? Let's go to Orleans. Yeah, because I lost let's, that last let's, let's, season. And lost that. Well, no, no. I, I had the same thing. Oh, I had the man. teaser, and I'm, I'm going to be perfectly honest. That game caught everybody off guard. I think the the only that was the money bet. Yeah, the, I mean the, the, the books made their money off that bet. Well, I agree and. A lot of people figured that was a solid bet. Yep. You know, there was no way that Tampa Bay uh, was going to beat New Orleans. In New Orleans, mind you. And I got caught in that, man. Yeah. And I know, saw and I no Drew Brees and, you know, just that offense. And he, he has a normal, just nasty passing day, which he did. I mean, they put up 40. Backup quarterback, mm -hmm. Fitzpatrick. Mm -hmm. 
has a Joe Montana type of day. Yes, he did. Not to mention they was posting all week that New Orleans start. They like lost their first five or their last five first games of the year. Right. So every team, I'm a true believer. When they start posting that stuff, you go against that. Yeah. And yeah. all that didn't work. It went down, not this, man. Not, not this time, man. Uh, yeah, they, yo, let me tell you something. They look good defensively. They look good offensively. Now, I know they gave up those points, but a lot of those points came late. Now, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to <laughs> say this, man. I mean, just like with any professional athlete, sometimes you're just in the zone. They were, the whole team was in the zone this game. Yeah, they, they could do nothing wrong. Yeah. From special teams, offense, defense, they could do nothing wrong. <laughs> But it was down seven zip out the gate, so I really thought I was right in good hands. Yeah, and, you know, and, New Orleans, home, Drew Brees, you know, et cetera, Camaro, and and they got rocked, man. You know, but look, Fitzgerald, Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick four hundred and seventeen passing. He was he was Joe Montana, Tom Brady, John Elway, Peyton Manning, and Mike Warren Moon. Michael Vick, like Michael Vick, Dan Marino, Dan Fouts, <laughs> Terry Bradshaw, Jim Plunkett. Uh, he was all of them just wrapped up in one dude yeah. that that game. Like he'll never play that way again. Yeah, I'm convinced. I, 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 he well, had, before he had we go to the next subject, bet against them next game. They playing the Eagles at home. Yeah, champion Eagles. Eagles should be able to crush them. Eagles, if Eagles, aren't, goes Eagles, Eagles aren't going to let that. They're not going to let that happen. And plus, their defense is way better than New Orleans' defense anyway. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, betting man, take the Eagles with the points. I think uh, the spread was like one. I think they had No, no, it was minus, I think minus, minus three Eagles. Minus three? Yeah, minus three Take Eagles. the Eagles with the points. The Eagles yeah, are yeah. not going to lose at home. Okay, so where you want to go to Ford Field or Lambeau Field next? Let's go to Lambeau. Okay, Lambeau Field. Aaron Rodgers gets hurt early during the game. They take him out the game. The Bears go up immediately, 17-zip. Khalil Mack had the best first half I've ever seen in football. But he had a strip, a sack, mm-hmm. an interception for a touchdown. Just got back of getting that huge contract, yeah. that $141 million. Mm-hmm. And what did he do? He showed out. First half. That's how you go earn that money. He, you go get that money. He showed out the first half and ran out of gas in the second half. But I mean, that's I'm not going to blame him because what happened? No, no, no. Was, but let me finish my story. Okay, go ahead. Aaron Rodgers left the game. Mm-hmm. Came back second half, but before he even got on the field, Bears marched down the field, kicked the field goal. Mm-hmm. Now they're up twenty nothing early in the third quarter. Double check comes in. Everything changed up. Final score was 24-23 Packers. Aaron Rodgers led them 20 for 28, 286 passing yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Your take on that, brother. I am going to say that uh, Mr. Discount Double Check definitely earned Best quarterback in the game. There's nothing that you can say about that. You know, he goes down, goes into the locker room at halftime. They they do the, the Mr. Miyagi. You know, and and touch on his <laughs> touch on his knee. You know, get him ready. They ain't give him no edibles. He comes back and <laughs> has the second half of a lifetime. Like lit him up. There, there was nothing. No, we'll be missing out. He was there with a hurt leg. Yeah, yeah, he was. He couldn't put no pressure on his left leg. Well, he's he's feeling it now. You know, he they he might not he even play next up. week. It, he's gonna play. They say it's really is 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 on the slip and none. But uh, knowing Aaron Rodgers, 
he may sit this one out. And if I was Aaron Rodgers, I would sit this one out. Because you don't want to deal with that Minnesota defense. That's why I'm thinking they're going to sit him down. Because if Minnesota get to hit him in that lane, that might be his season. So why McCarthy would chance that when he stole the game last week? Yeah, he did. So I figure, you know what? Sit down and let him get better. You're going to lose one game, but you ain't going to lose your quarterback. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you right now, Minnesota going after that leg. Oh, Minnesota just going after him. No, but they're going to go after that leg, too. Yeah. Yeah. So if I were you, take Minnesota with the points in that game. Yeah. Take Minnesota with the points that game uh, with no Aaron Rodgers, or even if he does play with a, with a non-mobile Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, so go. now he can't create. He can't get out of the pocket. He can't do what Aaron Rodgers does. He's not going to scamper, though, for nine yards yeah, first down. No. That, that's out, that's no, out the not, window. It's not going to work. So with that one, though, but I, I, I will say that Aaron Rodgers had a damn good second half. Oh, I, I enjoyed gosh. watching that game. I was like kind Yo, of That went from a lead. boring game. Mm-hmm. To like a great game, like two different halves, like. Mm-hmm. But you you know what I did see during that game? What did you see? I saw a lot of Raider fans like, oh my god, and then they were like, yeah, they lost. But then you you got to think, man, like. Raider fans or Bear fans? Raider fans. Why were the Raider fans? Raider fans were sick because Khalil Mack had that first. Oh, half. there you go, there you go. They were sick. Well, you got to say that you kind of confused. But I'm just saying that's why I yeah, say yeah. Raider fans. They Raider fans were sick because Khalil Mack had that great first half. But not, were, that half was so good, it kind of made it a whole great game. Well, it, it it did because it was the first half. Unfortunately, there's two halves to a football game. But let me tell you something that nobody really seen. When Randall Cobb caught that 12-yard that he took it for 75 yards. Khalil Mack caught up to him. Khalil Mack was the only one behind him. Yeah, he caught up to him. Come on, dog. Did you got to get that dude love, bro. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that alone right there. I know a lot of Raider fans seen that, and that's exactly what they needed in their game, which <laughs> we're going to soon. No, let, no, no. Let's, you let's, go right into let's, it now? let's do that now. Okay, we're let's going right, right into the black right hole. Before, this is right before break, just so you know. But, yes, we're, we're going there and now. We're going to the black hole in Oakland. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to say this. For all you Raider fans and whatnot, you guys are happy about the season. You got Gruden back, and now you see how Gruden is screwing over your team. He got rid of your best defensive player. But then at the end of the game, you saw that. At the end of the game when they were doing this press conference, one of the things they asked, like, well, what happened? We couldn't generate a pass rush. Really? You sent your pass rush to Chicago. That's how you not, Let me ask you something. Maybe the high brass told him not to get out there. Because Man. Khalil, listen. Gruden's not the one to sign paychecks. No, he's not it's the one to sign paychecks, but at the same time, had he had talked to Khalil Mack. I thought he, he should at least talk to him. Yeah, had he had made some he sort of effort talk to, to, to talk to that man. Yeah, but maybe he was under order to not talk Come to him. Come on, man. That, you that, don't that, think that's possible? No, because that's the same thing that made him leave in the first place. That's the same thing that made Gruden leave. So why would Gruden do the same thing to one person that made it him make leave? It no sense how he didn't call. How are you not going to call your best defensive player when you the head coach, you coming into the organization. It's the Raiders. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's how they roll. So, with that being said, uh, the Rams came out. You know, they they kind of stumbled out of the gate, but then they found a groove and came out and murdered the Raiders. What I like, Todd Gurley, before man. you go to that, oh Raiders came out strong. They did. I mean, they did. They got, they, Carl got intercepted in the end zone. They could have had a 10-point lead. Could have. Right? Mm-hmm. They didn't get that, but they, they left the halftime with a three-point lead. But what I happened, what happened, what I felt happened, they were playing over their head and they ran out of gas. Because the second half, 23 unanswered. Well, that's Todd Gurley happened. Yep. Todd Gurley happened. And then golf, and golf, golf was 
Yeah, well, I'm saying, but he had no rush. Golf found his groove, Cooper Cup, and everybody. So now, <laughs> so now what we have is the Raiders coming to Denver uh, this Sunday, and uh, I think that they're going to come out to try to prove a point. But what I'm going to tell you is take Denver with the points in mile high because our defense. Was it like three or four? Uh, it was three last time I checked. Okay. So the line may move. So yeah, I think it's we'll, going we'll to move. We'll probably give you, off the five. So I say we'll give you another uh, another one on Sunday. But right now, take Denver. But in a minute, we got a couple of special guests today. Trust and believe you're going to love what you see. Pickup show. We'll be right back in a minute. Don't, Don't go nowhere. Hey, hey, welcome back. Welcome back. Thanks for being here again with us, man. Thanks for rocking with us. We definitely appreciate you being here. Don't we? Of course we do. Okay. Yeah, see? Al said it, so it's what it is. Here's where we're at with it today, though. We left off with the Raiders imploding and the Rams, like, really giving them the business. Before we move on, are you impressed with the Rams the way they played on Monday night? Uh, I will say that I expected that. Okay, I expected that, but like um, that, like they they, they, they I, I expected one that. half they really didn't play, the other half they exploded, kind of like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh wow, they, they they worn down. Like I said, you know, uh, the Raiders have beast mode, but as you can see, but they son, were amped up game one, Chucky Mar and all that. Marshawn Lynch is not a uh, he's not a an early year player. Marshawn Lynch is more so your bad weather player, grind it out, things of that nature, because yeah, it doesn't go down anymore. Run. Seen that run he did. Yet, right? No, 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 I'm saying that's, but like that's, cats, but that's, that's his thing. That's his style. Right. That's why I say he's more so geared towards the end of the season right. when the weather's bad. And you've got to have somebody to do that. Is he still beast mode to you? No. You think he lost his step? No, he's he's not beast mode anymore. I think uh, he try, He has flashes of being that. I agree I with think that. he's where Adrian Peterson is now. Oh, wow. Where he's... Where he's, he still has it, but he's going to show it, you know, in flashes. Every other game was. Right, right, right. Okay, I right. got you. That's just what that is. I got you. So, where are we going to Ford Field? Let's go. Let's travel on over Pontiac, 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 Michigan. Detroit. Ford Field. Uh, <laughs> Detroit Lions were favorite minus seven against the New York Jets. The game started. Jets received the ball. First play of the game. Sam Donald throws a pick six, and everybody on the internet. Went Social crazy. media, crazy. we'll say, oh, the Jess Horrible season yeah, already went, started. Sam Donald ain't the truth. And all I can remember is after that moment, the Jess outscored him 48 to 10. Matthew Stafford had four picks. No, five. I know I had him one and four. I got it written down. Right? They probably had five as a no, unit because yeah. they bring in the other dude. Five. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, they bring the other dude probably had another one. But, um, 48-17, final score. I give a lot of credit to Todd Bowles. His game plan was sick. And Matthew Stafford didn't come to play. Either he didn't come to play. Oh, no, he came to play, but he just got his butt kicked. Yeah, you but know? he looked like he just wasn't really in it. But I'm no, not making no excuses. You had it don't matter what he would have done, they were losing. They were losing. Every time Sam Bradford turned around. They was on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Why are we saying Sam? Yeah, it, it, Matt, Matt, Matthew Stafford. Yeah, Matthew Stafford, man. That... Look, I'm, I'm going to say it this way. I mean, in one, one of the plays where he got sacked, it, it right. looked horrible because he got sandwiched. Right. He had one dude coming from his back. He had another dude hit him in the stomach. They go to the ground. The dude that hit him in the stomach lands on him and need him in the stomach again. Like, right. you can see his face like, oh, my God. Yeah, like, he was crying. He was crying. It was, it was all bad for Matthew Stafford that night. Dog. 
This is what I don't understand. How you throw three picks directly to the defensive player? That's what had me thinking that he didn't bring his A game. It's either that or Tar Bowles just set up some New I mean, England type I, of I, defense I where he had Ty, a man confused. Tar Bowles. So you get Bowles on the okay. He had his number. Um, and much respect to Sam Darnold. Man, I told y'all that kid is for real. I mean, yeah, he, he, he came out, he called it. He threw, he threw his pick, and what everybody wants to know is, okay, how is he going to respond? After you a know, punch. is he going to is he going to come back and you know go into a shell? And yeah, yeah. he came out and he put in work. Right, right, right. He put that work in. Right. So y'all lay off of that kid. Let him play. Let him play. He's going to go through his lumps. Yeah, he's definitely going to go through his lumps. He's a rookie. Yeah, but he's a rookie. but so, he showed me a lot. Yeah, he did. that pick right out mm-hmm. the gate. Mm-hmm. And getting it back and let them directly into a touchdown. Yeah, he did. He, the he, ball showed, he showed a lot so of boys. Salute the sign down on the Jets. Now, real quick, I know it's only game one. You see a lot of good things for the Jets, of course, right? I do. Um, I think they are a sleeper team in the AFC. Right. Um, I think they're they're definitely going to a lot of people. With New England. Right now. I'm not um, saying have a better record than them. Just, you know, at least be in the neighborhood. I would say they're going to be fighting for second place in a, in a, uh, in a AFC East. Right. I don't see them necessarily overtaking New England because, let's be, let's be honest, you know, that's, that's still New quarterback. England. Yeah. Right. And Belichick is, is great for scheming. Okay. So, as Sam Darnold had that great game, you know Belichick was sitting in front of his TV like, <laughs> yeah, all right, you know, I, I yeah, got he's you. Shot. He's, he's shot. taking notes. He's seeing, okay. This is what he does well. This is what he doesn't do well. So Belichick is a genius at taking away what you do well, and he's going to force you to beat him the way you don't want to beat him. And if you do beat him that way, then good on you. That his, his his mindset don't remind you of somebody taking away what you do good? What, Floyd Mayweather? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now real quick, the Detroit uh, Lions, uh, I think they're going to underachieve. Uh, I'm not too impressed with uh, uh, well, Matt Patricia. I don't think he's a great coach. It's still weak. One. No, I know that, but I I seen Patricia in New England, and there was times where Belichick would take the playbook from him and take over the defense. It's it's so that's why I don't really believe him. But you're right; it's still it's, week it's one. It's still, still week one. one. You still know, one. I guess nobody saw Tampa Bay beating up New Orleans like that. Does that yeah. mean that New Orleans is going to underachieve? No, it's, right, it's right, still right. week one. But then again, we are talking about the Lions. We are talking about the Detroit Lions. I mean, we're always underachieve. Come on now, you all know. the child in the world. Hey, okay, now we going to Big D. Big trouble in Big D. Dallas Cowboys, my team. Oh, man, we have a lot of issues, man. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know where to start at. I mean, I our offense is horrible. What? Okay. We, st- we, we got what up? We got third-tier receivers as our number ones. Mm-hmm. And Cole Beasley, Terrence Williams, mm-hmm. Allen Hearns, mm-hmm. et cetera. Mm-hmm. Our defense, um, I, I like their defense, although we, we're going to lose Randy Gregory again because he relapsed in August. So by the fact of relapsing, he might get punished double he, the amount. He relapsed into what? Uh, liquor. I think it was liquor and weed. Mm. I'm, I'm not sure exactly, but I think it's a little of both. Mm. They caught him. Mm. And the fact that they relapsed and they caught him, he already been suspended for almost like a year. So I'm figuring at least another year, right or wrong. So that's going to hurt their defense because he was coming off the end. He was actually better than Taco Charlton coming off the end. Yeah. And that's going to hurt us, you know, but we still have a solid defense led by Sean Lee, et cetera. But you, you don't have a secondary. Your secondary is crap. Our secondary is half and half. Crap. I mean, they hold down uh, Cam Newton last week. 
And that's saying a lot. Cam in Carolina, he only had 161 yards passing. Cam ain't a bum at home. I don't care what nobody no, no, says. No, 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 Cam no, lights no. you up three, 400 yards at home. And the defense is what kept Dallas in that game. They only lost 16 to 8. Well, the thing. So you got to get a defense credit. And, Doc, another thing, Cowboys kept going three and out. Listen. So you got to give their defense Al, credit, man. What, what, I, what I'm going to tell you, Al, and I really, Talk to I really mean this. Talk to me. Um, Dak Prescott has nobody to throw the ball to. Point blank period. Tight ends is garbage too, man. Well, I mean, but let's 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 we be go gathers. But let's on, let's man. be realistic. What did I tell you that was going to happen? You know, as pertaining to Dallas, people know that they have no receivers. They have no receiving core. They don't respect your receivers, which means that they don't respect Dak Prescott's arm. They know where they're going. They're going to Ezekiel Elliott, so they're going to shut down your strong point. They're going to make Dak beat him, beat your team with his arm. Right. However, comma, if he doesn't have anybody to throw to, he's not going to beat you. If you're throwing a subpar receiver, like I can go out there and play for Dallas right now, I'm not even in shape. So with that being said, with Dak not having someone to actually throw the ball to, it's, it's, it's really just almost impossible. Yeah. I mean, you guys let go of Dez Bryant. Y'all need to be calling that cat back. No, I'm not going that right. Man, too much man, erratic, man, you know what? Bull, you know what? That's that's just pride talking. Too much erratic, let's be man. let's be real about it. That's, that's like telling you to go back to your ex-wife that, that you know y'all always fighting all the time. Why would I recommend that? Al, I, I mean, there's other people out there. Man. Al, I fight with you, and I'm still there's here. Other people there, man. You mean I'm still here? Say correct. Yeah, no, you still here. I fight with you all the time. So, <laughs> with that being said, you know why not go and why not go and get Dak Prescott? I mean, uh, Dak Prescott. Why Dak not Bryant. go get Dez Bryant? I want to. Why not go get a receiver? Okay, say period. That. Say that. Go 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 that. get go you get any go receiver. You have a lot of receivers that got cut that are looking for work. Yeah. That are top tier receivers, and you guys aren't going to go get them. So basically, you're you're making your team suffer. And so, okay, another team, another thing that too that happened to Dak Prescott. I think he's like working out too much because he looks stiff as hell, bro. Like he can't even run away from a lineman no more. I seen linemen snatching him up about three, three times. He let linemen catch him. So when in his first year, running like four, no, no, five, forty. I understand like, that, but then when he came in the league, though, that was not happening. Once he had it, once he had an, an avenue, that could get you 10, 12 yards. That's out of his game. So that's well, also if, hurting us. Dude, look. I mean, that's, that's just, also hurting. Well, Remember, just, I follow the Cowboys. Let's let's let's. Because you know, I know a little more than the average. Let's dude. look at this. Let's look at it this way. Let's look at it this way. Uh, Denver actually played uh, Seattle this week, uh, this last week, right? One of the things that Seattle does well, or what Russell Wilson does well, is escape. You know, once the once they break the line, Russell Wilson escapes. He's he's very very good at it. You know, extending plays. Von Miller was on Russell Wilson so bad, but what a lot of people don't see, or what they didn't see, is Bradley Chubb. Chubb was there too. There was a time where Chubb broke the line. Russell saw. He saw. He turned the spin away. But when he turned the spin away, he ran right into Brian Miller. Like, he, started, right? he started that dog walk on the grass. Yeah. I know you're so saying that. With, with Dak Prescott, your line is not what it used to be. Your line isn't that yeah, they injured. They injured. They right. injured. They got so federated, with that being federated, said, I think you, you uh, have you Tavon Smith. So at that point, you have people that are indeed breaking the line. So it's not that he can't get away from him. You just can't get away all the time. 
With that being said, if you want him to be able to escape, give him a lane. They don't give him any lane. No, Doc, I know what you're saying, but what I'm telling you, you know how you could determine when somebody lost a step? I could determine that also. He lost a step. And not because he's old, because I think he's in the gym. Yo, his legs look. Yeah, he look like he gained weight. He just looks stiff, man. He's a step. Yeah, he ain't. The dude is like, how, how old is Dak Prescott? Isn't he like in his second, third year? No, you're not understanding. I'm not saying he lost a step because he's older. I'm not saying that. I just think he's in the gym too much, working <laughs> his legs. And he, instead of losing weight, becoming more mobile, uh, you know what I'm talking about. I know you met cats before that be like this and they working out all wrong. And you're like, yo, what are you doing? You ain't even working out right. He's not like that, man. I, I'm telling I, you, I man. I, I watch him. I he's not. He's not as mobile. I don't. I don't, I don't see that. Ah, don't you don't that. have I to just, see that. I just see that he doesn't have a Listen, line, man. But. Just like when, it, when I talk about them, but what do you tell me? You I know about them. Right? I'm not gonna argue with you. I know about the Cowboys. Okay. Well, then you know that they suck. But either way, exactly. Um, I admit it, though. You never admit it when your team suck. <laughs> I'm not worried about you, man. What I will say is, if you want to improve what's going on in Dallas, then you're going to have to get him a receiver. You're going to have to give him somebody to throw the ball to. And right now, he Absolutely. does not have that. couple of guys. Um, you have Ezekiel Elliott, but everybody's watching him. And then what they did was they put that spy in the middle of the field. So now they're spying him because they know he doesn't have anybody to run to. Uh, he doesn't have anybody to throw to. So with that being said, it's a wrap. Until they get somebody for Dak Prescott to throw the ball to, i.e., number one receiver and a tight end. He needs to have somebody to throw the ball to. You can even release uh, Ezekiel Elliott out the backfield once you have that. But until, I never thought I missed Jason Witten so much, bro. Of course you would. But <laughs> with without a viable passing game, everything falls on Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. You know, and and he only had 15 doing. touches, but I tell people – they had to do that because they were zing up. They were zero on, zero they, in on they, him they, too much. They already, they already knew what it was. So they have to decoy him because they all already coming up. Once he go like this, them linebackers are yep. shooting in. Yep. So they couldn't yep. just give him the rocket. He wouldn't have gone nowhere. It is what it is out there in Dallas, man. Uh, yeah. Jerry, man, get out of that and uh, get that. Get somebody to throw the ball to. Yeah, get, get some. Get somebody. For you that. don't understand. You got all this money. You got salary cap room. And you can't get a decent receiver. Oh well. So hey, don't go nowhere. I guess coming back. We got more fire for y'all, man. It's all work. It's got all my work. man Big it's D all coming work. through, Just man. Uh, uh, go anywhere, uh, you miss Big D. Remember that. Pick up show. On the pickup show, man. Don't go nowhere. <laughs> you love being me, this guy. Hey, hey, welcome back. Welcome back to the pickup show. Hopefully you guys, you know, you got your, your beverages and your popcorn and whatever else that you have in front of you. Edibles. Uh, here we go with this again. Uh, I'm Big Doc. My co-host over here, Al York. And this man sitting in the middle. Now, some of you may not know him, but you're going to definitely know him by the time we're done. This is Mr. Josh Williams. Yes, number 90. Chevy car. NASCAR. This man drives for a living. I will never get in the car with him because he drives too freaking fast. But that's that's just what that is. Josh, man, welcome to the pickup show. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Coming through, brother. So, Al, I'm going to let Al run it off because the list, of, the list of questions I got for you might throw you off a little bit. All right. No, so, go, no, no, no. Man, 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 go. Man, go. Just, just, just go. Ask that man some questions. I'm going to be. I'm going to be. Hold on. Before you do, I, I really just wanted to do that for no particular reason. But to have you start and then stop you, don't, don't. Don't mind me, but tell them about yourself. 
before we get to, you know, drilling you. Tell them about yourself, Mr. Josh. Uh, Josh Williams, born in Florida. I live in North Carolina now. I've raced all my life. Started racing when I was four and a half years old. Nice. Is that right? Yeah. Haven't stopped since. I played normal sports, you know, growing up, but it's just boring, slow pace. So I just had to get out and then uh, just stuck with racing. That's what I plan to do for a long time. What were you driving at four and a half years old? Go kart. <laughs> driving go karts. You were driving. You were in a go kart at four and a half years four old. And a half. They actually, uh, uh, my dad and one of his good buddies built me a custom go kart when I was two and a half with a five horsepower Briggs motor on. Wow. Why would you have horsepower? In, you know what? Okay, that's that's Florida, North Carolina. Okay. <laughs> Al, go ahead, man. That's cool. That's cool. Born into the game. That's called you're not doing that in South Central LA. No. (laughs) You will get hit by a car. (laughs) Well, go ahead, Al. Yeah, basically, you answered my first question. I was going to ask you how long you've been doing this for. So, you know what? Answer it anyway, because you just said you've been starting at four and a half years old. But how long have you been doing this gig for? Uh, It'll be 11 years. I just turned 25. Nice. Oh, so 11 years strong? Yeah, August. Okay. And you love everything about it, right? Love it all. Some of it. I mean, sometimes you hate it, but you still love it. Well, is this something that that you want to do for the rest of your life? That's the plan. I mean, that's the goal is, uh, you know, a lot of drivers' goals make to the Cup Series. And, um, you know, that's my goal. And we're going to give it all we got until we either can anymore or, right, right. you know, somebody yeah, tells you no. <laughs> you a big fan of Richard Petty? Um, yeah, yeah. I like Richard Petty. A lot of history. Right, right. Um, you know, uh, good guy, uh, real good people person, things like that. So, uh, right, right. So he's a good dude. That's good to hear. I got something else for you. Um, <laughs> who's your idol, Josh, in the racing game? And then I want you to answer who's your idol in sports, period. We're going to start with the racing game. Who's your idol in the racing game? Um, I would say uh, Dale Earnhardt uh, has always been my That's idol. the name I always hear. Wait, yeah. senior, senior or junior? Senior. Senior, senior okay. the, the okay. real driver. Senior. <laughs> oh, but, uh, shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's uh, he's always been my idol. Um, the way he drives, uh, the way he carries himself on and off the racetrack. So that's uh, I've modeled a little bit of my driving style like him. Um, so it's uh, he's always been the dude that I've looked up to. Okay. Right, right. And uh, who's your idol in life? Period. Out of the racing game, at this one. Um, I would say both of my parents. Nice. Um, no, okay. Just, uh, nice. I think mean in sports though, but you can say that those yeah, are your idols. But you have an idol in sports, like mine's just Muhammad Ali, Sugar Ray Leonard. I'd probably still say Dale's even my idol. Okay, okay, that's yeah. good enough. I kind of like the parents. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, 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 I like that. You hey, know, it's you know they've they've never gave up on me, and uh, they've taught me a lot over the years. Right. So. I mean, well, and with, without a without a good foundation, man, you kind of lose your way. You right. know, so, you 100%. know, having good parents and having good people around you definitely keeps you humble. Well, now, you know why I've been lost for a while. I never met my pops before. So, you know, it starts off, you know what I mean? We, you're not about to start crying, are you? Nah. Are we, are we about to go into, you know, like, an alley or, you know? Without, then I'm going to go visit him after that. Okay, so now that we got that out the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, my thing is, okay, you've been racing for a long time. But... What made you actually say, you know what, I want to be competitive with it. Like, I actually want to get into this. So, how did you actually get your start as far as racing goes? Um, <clears throat> I guess just the, uh, you know, it's a different feeling strapping in a race car. And, you know, it, it's it's adrenaline rush. You, there's a lot going on. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, well, you just sit in a car and drive in circles. I mean, yeah, we do. But... You know, there's also 39 <laughs> other guys, you know, we're doing 200 miles an hour, we're inches apart, you got to think about strategy, 
you know, things like that. It, it's a big game. People don't see, you know, the insides of it unless they get the opportunity. Right. Now, now here's now that was another question. I would not expect that. Because the, the NASCAR, the race itself is 500 miles, is it, if I'm not mistaken? Well, a lot of them are, are different lengths. Um, I think this one's two or three hundred. I think it's 300 miles. 300 miles? Okay. So within that two or, or 300 miles, you're in there, you're racing, you're doing your thing, you're doing your pits and all that good stuff. What happened when you got to use the bathroom, dude? Like, that's a long time to be sitting in the car. You got to pee, and you can't get out. You know, you're strapped in. So what happens? That's the number one question I get. Number one. All right, I'm listening. Most of the time, you just forget about it. Like, it just goes away. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm 100% just goes away. Now, if you have a, a red flag where you got to stop, it comes back. It all comes back, and you just gotta focus and just don't worry about it. But once you get going, it just goes away. So you don't you don't pee your, you don't pee your suit. Do not. Some drivers do. Some drivers do. That's Top, but I'm pretty sure like they master doing it before the race. Oh yeah, always. I mean, you gotta know when you're doing this for years. You just gotta know how to go about that. Well, I mean, I'm, but emergencies can't happen. Too. Well, no, just I'm just saying. I mean, because I've, I've had it to where you know when I'm coming home from work, and I should have peed at work, but I didn't pee at work. See, he so does now, that pee, though. No, no, I'm just saying. Yeah, sometimes he I hear the pee, but, you know, the pee, it, it, you know, you may not be done, and the pee may be coming back for you. So you, like, halfway home, and that pee come back and be like, hey, I'm back, pump. You know, you sitting at the light like, oh, my God. You know, you, you, you know, dying you know. to get out of work. That's the whole thing. That's well, why I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, have you ever had that moment when you was in the car, and you, like, trying to drive, and you're doing the wiggle, the leg wiggle? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a little bit. Something you do get that. But, like, like I said, it just, you know, there's so much going on, you kind of forget about it. But, like, if you got the AC on, the radio going, you know, you're driving down the road, it's like, man, I got to pee, but you got options. So we don't have options. So they right. drive at two, three hundred <laughs> miles per hour. They ain't thinking about nothing but driving, man. All that, th- all that other stuff go out the window, man. I'm right. telling you, man. Right. Now, I got a question for him, Doc. Now, I know being a great race driver takes a lot of skills, et cetera. But... If you have to give me a percentage of how important a pit crew is, what percentage will you give me on that? Because I heard they're they very important. Oh, yeah. As good. much as the driver. Let me answer. I want to hear you. Definitely. Uh, you know, a pit crew could make or break you, especially if you're running up front. You're running in the top five spots. You got a late caution with 20 laps to go. Right. You need to gain, you need to gain or you need to maintain. Um, so I would think, you know, um, I'm gonna call it over fifty percent. I'm gonna oh, say wow. I'm gonna say it's over fifty percent. Wow, I you thought know, fifty was best. Well, I mean, you got the driver's got to give his, right? You know what I mean? The 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 crew chief's got to give his, but the pit crew. I mean, you got to figure we're coming down pit road probably three or four times, right, during a race. So, I mean, you could say you're running fifteenth, you lose five spots. So now we're twentieth. We got to get back to fifteenth. Well, you got to use up your equipment to get there, right? right. So if your pit crew gets you back out fifteenth. You got the opportunity to pass five more cars to get to ten. Right so now, there's a boss in the pit crew, right? Uh, yeah, we call him the crew chief. Okay, okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure. Joe Gibbs was he a crew chief? Team owner. Oh wow. Okay. Yep, team See, owner. I'm learning this stuff. It's fun. Yep. Joe Gibbs race. Okay, it's fun. It's fun. Now you drive uh, the number ninety car. Yes. Is the number ninety some of significance, or is this a number that they gave you? Is the number you pick? It's uh pretty much the number stays with the team. Okay. Um, so that's just the number that that they've had uh, okay. over the years. So um, that's a number that I get to drive. Now, if you could pick a number, what number would you pick? Uh, probably six. Six. Yep. So like Doctor J. 
I mean, just saying. But that's uh, that's been my number for years. You know, in lower level series up until the point, uh, you know, you get to NASCAR, you don't quite get to pick your numbers. So. <laughs> you say they pick you? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> now, one of the things you say, you from, you know, well, you're from Florida, but you're, you know, living in North Carolina. So, being that you're from Florida, Seminoles, Gators, Canes, talk to them. <sighs> Would you uh, respect my answer if I told you that I really don't watch sports? I would respect it. I'd probably want to stab you in the neck with something, but I, I'd respect so you. Know, on a pickup show, you just got to give him something. Even oh, yeah. if it's not. Well, no, no. It's, it's, if, it's, if it's not something that he watches, I mean, because one of the things is he's into the wheel. He's yeah. into the wheel. So a lot of the a lot of the things that they do, man, they um, it, it takes a lot because you guys are traveling pretty fast. Oh yeah. Um, what was your what was your first experience when you actually got into the car knowing that there were 20, 30 other people, you know, in these same type cars? And as soon as they start those engines and you you can hear it, like just the loud and the roar. Yeah, that first big that, race. That does first that, big does race. that go away as you're driving or does the roar still stay? Um, it, it does go away. Um, I would say, you know, the, the first few races I ran – um, in the ARCA series when I was 15, 16 years old, okay. uh, you know, racing against a bunch of, bunch of, uh, you know, good drivers, good, solid drivers that's okay. had experience and things like that. And you're the new guy and it's a big series. There's television, things like that. You know, you get, uh, you get a little nervous at the beginning, but <laughs> okay. now it's just like you get in, you're like, all right, here we go. You know I mean? You're focused more and things like that. But, uh, it's, it's definitely, uh, you do get butterflies. But I'd say when I was younger, it was a lot worse. It's easy that. now, right? Yeah, now. It's, it's kind of how when me and him do the show now. It's easy. We used to get butterflies. I mean, I used to be. I can't speak for him. But now it's just easy. Yeah, well, just, it's, you know, you're used to it. It's familiar. Right, right. It's something you just got to gotta keep rolling with. So it's kind of the same concept. Okay, okay. I got one more question for you. Then I'll give it to him. Um, what's the biggest name you ever raced against? Um, I mean, we've I raced against Kyle Larson, Kyle Busch. Nice. Um, you know, a lot of the big guys. Right. So, if I heard of them names, these are some names. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, everybody kind of, everybody yeah. knows the Kyle Bush and, and things. Yeah, Bush, like I definitely heard of Kyle oh, Bush. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good okay. or bad, somebody's heard about him. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Now, one of the things, uh, one of the things that I do see about NASCAR drivers is either you guys are close, like you guys are cool with each other, or you're not. Mm-hmm. Now, I want two names. Oh yeah, we yeah we we started. Who was the driver that you say you know what? Every time I see him, I shake his hand. And then who's the driver that you see was like every time I see him, I'm gonna punch this dude in his nose. Mm. Yeah, yeah, come on with it. <clears throat> uh, I'm pretty good friends with Chris Busher in the Cup Series. Okay, um, you know we grew up racing together, Legends cars and stuff like that. Nice. Um, but um, I used to be really good friends with Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace, say. okay, yeah, really good that, friends man. with him. Right. But uh, now you don't even talk to me. So, so Bubba Wallace is the one you want to punch in the face. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to punch him in the face. I just feel like he's irrelevant at this point. Right, Bubba. right, right, right. Bubba, that's what, listen, to my man. How come you don't? How come you don't talk to my man no more, Bubba? You think you're too good, Bubba? I think is that what it is? I think he's mad because he's elevated. <laughs> that's probably what it is. Bubba, Forrest Gump loved you, Bubba. <laughs> he was your friend. You died in the movie. It's a classic. <laughs> Wait, that was that was bad. Yeah, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. over it. Now, Josh, real fast. <laughs> I got I don't watch bro. racing a lot, but there's plenty of times I've seen guys fighting like they want to kill each other. Explain to me what's that about. 
It's, it, I know it has to do with cutting each other off. But is that stuff done purposely, you think? Because the way they fight, and it seems like it was done purposely. Because an accident, you wouldn't fight like that. Right. But you on the inside of it. Explain to the viewers your intake on that. Because I'm lost. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you've made it to this level, you should have the ability to control your equipment. Um, so you, you do get those guys who do stuff on purpose. I mean, they'll spin you out, put you in a wall, whatever they got to do. And uh, Really, they do that on purpose? Uh, oh, yeah. Remember, this is, I mean, I've, I've, this is car I might, racing. May, this may not have done it myself. But this is the same basketball where you elbow a dude or baseball, you throw him a baseball. You can kill a guy just by cutting him off just like that. Oh, yeah. It's oh, wow. That's, that's, that's crazy. And this is why I will never <laughs> go into car racing. But I will tell you, being that you race cars, this is what you do for a living. How do you drive on the street on just, just a normal day? That's a good question. Do you, do you find it hard to transition from going from 200 miles an hour to a school zone? A lot of the times after the race, like if I have to drive, you know, airport or drive all the way home from a race, um, you get on the interstate and you're just, you're rolling past people. You're like, man, why is it? And you look down, you're doing like 90. You're like, all right, I got to back it down. <laughs> but, uh, you know, during the week and things like that, it's not so bad. And, you know, I'm pretty mellow unless we get in traffic. Like here, traffic is it's not too bad. It's not like New York style traffic. But I, I like to have it's fun. It's like that over here a little bit. I like to have fun with people because the experience level is like, Somewhere down there, so it's uh, it's fun to play with people. You know, they get upset. Yeah. But, you know, so it's fair, to, it's fair to say you get a lot of road rage. Yeah, a little bit. I'm, always people, I'm always involved. I'm always involved. Yeah, I'm always involved. Uh, you, can, you can't draft in traffic, man. Like, come on, dude. I mean, you can. No, I mean, come on, man. You see, you see a soccer mom vehicle. You 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 gonna draft a soccer mom? No. Is that, is that what's going on, <laughs> man? Not, unless they cut me mom. off. Unless they cut me off. Can't be cut. No. Um. What's what's one thing that um you would like? For our viewers and the people that that are now getting to know you, what would you like for them to know about you? Uh, that I'm a real racer. I'm a real person. Uh, I work mm. on my own stuff. Uh, I've drove my own cars at the racetrack. I've built them during the week. Uh, I've crew chief my own car at the racetrack before. Nice. I mean, I'm I'm like your. I always tell people I definitely grew up in the wrong era. Like I'm your. I should have been like with the Richard Petties and the Earnhardt. Gotcha. Like gotcha. that's my style. Of racing, so I'm like the so old. So you cut from that cloth, right? Pretty much. Okay. I'm, I've, I've always, you know, my dad's always been like, "Look, if you can't build it on your own, and you can't do it on your own. Stop." So okay. I mean, that's you know, I've always been forced to to do my own stuff. And, gotcha. uh, old school mentality. Yeah, old school that's, mentality. That's and, all right, man. I'm not your. I call them suitcase drivers. They roll in, you know, they got their helmet in their bag. They get in the car, they wreck it, they write a check, they go home. Right, 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 that's, right, that's right. Not how I, Wait, you have to write a check if you wreck the car. I mean, you got you got you know pay to play. Wow, man, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> um, you got to pay to play. My next question says you like barbecue. Oh yeah. All right. Okay. He oh, gonna get you with this. Okay. So 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 here <laughs> we go with the barbecue. With All right. We have help. we have three types of barbecuers. Yep. We have gas people, mm. which I okay. We all we we there already. Yep. We got sweet meat and we got spicy. Where are you at? Sweet meat or spicy? Probably sweet and somewhere in between. Sweet and somewhere in between. See, I don't, I don't like sauce on the grill. So I mean, no, no, no. It's no. just me, man. I mean, and I, yep. would, uh, I like to actually taste the flavor. Yep. Man. I'd rather have a dry rub than, than barbecue sauce. Perfect. See, that. You know what? He this likes is my man snapper. <laughs> I, you know what? He's, he's kind of a weird one 
You know what I'm saying? Hey, like, hey, he don't, hey, he hey, don't hey. necessarily, he don't know food like we know food. Right. You know, he'll, he'll, no, he'll, I'll, he'll I'll play the eating part. Right, right. I'm not the creator. I'm more right. of the eater. He'll right, kill right. a burrito. He'll you know kill a burrito. <laughs> you know, like he, he put out a video. Now, I got a wife for that. Yeah. But he see it like he want to cook for his wife. Like, I got a wife to cook for me. Like, hey. But you know, it's a new era. I'm not blaming them. Guys is cooking. Women's is playing basketball now. Women's is boxing. Yep. So it's like an even kill thing. But you know what? I'm like you. I'm a throwback. Yep. My pops, my step pops, and I never met my real pops. Right. My mom's always cooked for them. So I'm brought up on that. If I'm wrong, then let me be wrong. I, I mean, I, I don't think it's wrong. I think everybody's got their own opinion. You know what I'm saying? Number one. Al eats out at a casino or some kind of restaurant at least about 27 times a week. I've yet to see this man eat a home-cooked meal. I know you know about home-cooked meals. Oh, yeah. oh, you know, I know that, that's, that's one of the great things there. <laughs> I mean, he did, uh, my partner, he did, he did a video today. It was either today or yesterday, but he posted it today. And he had a burrito. <laughs> and the way he looked at this burrito... <laughs> Oh yeah, you would think you would think Halle Berry was in his hands, <laughs> and he was oh, ready. Man. Like you know what, me and Halle about to get it on. Like the look of <laughs> lust for this burrito. Oh yeah, that he had. Oh yeah, you know. I mean, it don't see, you don't know the tricks. See, I do it a little extra so I can pull in the viewers. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I gotta make it look more sexy than what it is. <laughs> but he don't know that yet. He's learning. You know, he's learning. But what's, um, what's, what's your sexy food, man? Sexy food. What's your sexy food? Mm. That's a tough question. That's a tough question. Sexy food. I mean, I'm not asking if you, you know, run around butt naked, slathered in barbecue sauce. I'm just saying, yeah, like, what's yeah. your what's your sexy food? Ah, I said a nice T-bone steak, well done. Well done. Who eats well? a steak well done? Al York Sports. That's who he said. I love them. T-bone steak, well done. Really? Marinated with asparagus. Oh. Mashed potatoes. All right, bone-in filet, medium, medium rare. You like, like the medium stuff? Yeah. I don't like the blood yeah. dripping yeah. at all. Yeah. Well, well, well. <laughs> don't eat you just a hey, hamburger. If you're gonna get it well done, just eat a hamburger. Yeah, you're chewing on a boot. <laughs> no, no, I get the expensive steak. You know, thirty, forty dollar one, not the five, eight dollar one they got in um, Tuscany and all that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Okay, so you they give you a hockey puck. So you call so that a hockey puck. He gets an expensive puck. steak and then he ruins it. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's much. just pretty much what he's doing. Yeah. So what y'all telling me? The way to eat a steak is rare. Medium, medium, medium. Yeah, medium. I can't do the blood though, fam. Just don't look at it. <laughs> Fair enough. Don't pretend it's a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> just don't look at it. But that's still, Josh Williams, guys. Josh still, Williams. What's, what's, what's your sexy food? You didn't give me that. What's your sexy food, man? <sighs> Probably brisket. Brisket? I like brisket. Oh, man, I, man, you my favorite fan already. <laughs> you know what? I'm not I'm not a big NASCAR guy. You know, like I said, I grew up in I grew up in South Central, man. So it's not that wasn't something that was prevalent with us. We knew right. who certain people were, of course, yeah. but we never actually got into watching it. Um I know, you know, with the drafting and things of that nature that you guys do, like that is an art form that you guys do. Right. To be able to control that vehicle at that highest speed. I mean, you always have your accidents. Somebody's going to crash. You know, hopefully, you know, I always pray that anytime you guys get four race, I, I pray that everybody finishes, point blank, period. Okay. Um, but I salute you guys. I salute you guys, man. That's 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 very cool what you guys do. I mean, I'm jealous because I can't fit in the car, and you guys can. <laughs> that's, you know, I'm tall and I'm fat. 
you know, NASCAR is not built for tall, fat people. <laughs> That's just what it is. It's tough, tough luck. But he said tough luck. What's what's one of the what's one of the hardest things? We, I know you got to get your rest, but what's one of the hardest things about trying to? Basically, get to the top of NASCAR. I know sponsorship is one thing that's very important. What's one of the hardest things that that you find right now? Not just the racing, but just the side that people don't see. Trying to actually get there. I think, uh, you know, I mean, you you said it. I mean, you said it. Sponsorship, uh, partners, mm-hmm. finding the right company or companies or people that believe in you and uh, believe in the brand that you've created, the things that you do on and off the racetrack. Okay. I mean, that's the toughest thing. It's it, The price of motorsports has grown so high that if you don't have the money, you've got to, you know, stay with the lower level, low level teams, things like that. And, and um, you know, hopefully you run into somebody someday that says, hey, let's try this. You know, here, let's let's see what happens. Take my company, my brand. Let's, let's try to make something of it. And, um, you know, you, you see a lot of that loyalty like Lowe's with Jimmy Johnson. They've been together for 20 years or however long it's been, um, that's that's what you need to try to find, and it's getting harder and harder to find that. But uh, we're not going to give up on it. Right, right, we're gonna right. Keep, we're going to keep kicking rocks over till we find the right one. And uh, I might be saying a name wrong. No, I'm going to give it a shot. Is it Danica Patrick? Yeah. Well, she bring a lot to the game, right? I mean, yeah, it's it's just it's different. It's, yeah, because it's I've seen them racing against men. like Yep, 100%. Wow. Yep. That that must have boosted your sport to like a whole other level right there. It definitely made a difference. Um, you know, it, it brought something different to the sport that people weren't used to or wasn't familiar with. Yeah. I mean it, I, it I watched it when I seen I said female, I just watched the whole thing. Oh yeah. And she was competing. She didn't win that day. Oh, but yeah. she was literally within the tank car radius, which is competing. Yep, yep, no, hundred percent. There's a lot of different females that's actually um, started to drive, you know, just yeah. because of her. So it's, yeah, she it, cracked yeah. that open though, right? Yep. 100%. Wow. You know who she's with, by the way, right? Oh yeah. Who's that? I don't know his name, but I know he's a football player. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Double that check. guy. Don't yeah. ever forget that. Double check. Aaron Rodgers. He's good, isn't he? Yeah, he's he great. is. Great. One of the best. Yeah, he is. One. You know why she made a great decision with that? Because he's like the best quarterback oh, right God. now. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a good call, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, look, man, <laughs> we don't want to keep you, man, because we know you got to get your rest. You got to get stuff that you need to do. But we definitely appreciate you stopping in. Just yeah. know, anytime that you're in Las Vegas, that you definitely have a home. Come on, stop on through. Come say hi. Um, I don't know if you drink beer. Uh, eh, not so much. Do you drink uh, Shirley's Temples? Everybody drinks Shirley Temple. Not yeah. me. That's just Sprite and Grenadine. Yeah, why not? I don't drink All right, so Temple. next time you come in, we'll have a Shirley Temple. Done. So, yeah, <laughs> some barbecue or brisket. That's right. Thank you, Josh. Really really appreciate you, brother. Thank you, All right, guys. man. This okay. is the Pickup Show, man, with Josh Williams right here, number 90, baby. Jake Mallet. NASCAR, Sunday. Sunday. Saturday. 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 2 p.m. We ain't lying. Be there. Pick up show. What's going on? What's going on? Welcome back to the Pick Up Show. Big Doc, my man, Al York, Al York Sports, man. Thank you for rocking with us, man. We're about to close it out, but we're not going to leave you without uh, talking about something that's very important that's going on right now, and uh, it's the, the whole Serena Williams thing that... People are, uh, I can't say necessarily have mixed emotions about it, but I, I, I can yeah, see I where, with that. where where people are, I think, really blown it out of proportion. Uh, Stephen A. Smith, you know, there, there are certain times to speak and there are certain times to shut up. Right now is the time to shut up. 
Like you, what he said, I'm dying. Nah, just, 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 just basically saying that you know it's Serena's fault and all this other nonsense. Like, dude, you know what? Stephen A. Outside of your hairline being jacked up the way it is, dude. Like sometimes you spew such stupidity out of your mouth, man. Yeah, man. Like shut up, dude. Like for real, man. He's I'm, just too confident for no reason. Well, he think I mean, he, yeah. he's not hood. He's a reverend of sports, man. Look, he's like Jesse whether, Jackson. Whether, whether you he, ain't hood, Stephen A. I'm whether, down to run into you. Whether, whether he's hood or not, that that has. But he be acting hood. That's what I'm saying. And he's one of your people, man. He's from New York. He's one of them. I ain't one of my people. people. He ain't been through nothing. Yeah. You don't know what he's been through, man. I, ain't, I heard his whole story. He had a bunch of sisters. They carried him around. He ain't been through nothing again. Well, Serena Williams, seven, uh, $17,000 they find her. Do you think that fine was justified? Like, you think, uh, was it a good fine? Something that had to be no, done? No, basically what I say is until you find the, the, the McEnroe's and everybody else that actually went off on referees before, nobody ever find them, dude. You know what I'm saying? I told you it was coming, though, remember? Well, no, you did. And you know, I, told, you know I, I told you, like, man, you were man. right. They did find her, and they shouldn't have. Uh, but now what they're talking about is uh, the referees boycotting Serena Williams' uh, matches. Oh, wow. So you, you mean to tell me that you guys get upset? Level? You guys get upset about Kaepernick kneeling, but you're going to be okay with a referee boycotting a match? A, a person's match, not the whole tournament. Just this one individual. You mean to tell me that? You think that's okay? You can't. You can't walk the line. You can't. You can't straddle the fence in this one. Does her call by Serena calling him a thief has anything to do with it? Those or referees, beyond that. man. Those referees have been called worse. No, no, I know that. I'm saying that her situation. Listen, when you are considered the greatest at what you do, when you are considered, when you are considered. To be like basically the dominant force in what you do. People are going to do everything they can to knock you off. People are scared of Serena. But not only are they scared of Serena, they scared of what Serena is. It goes it goes beyond tennis as far as that goes. It goes beyond tennis. Yeah, I can see what they're, you're they're scared of the little black girl from Compton that has grown to be a beautiful woman. Strong as hell in tennis, a strong mother, beat all the competition, including her own sister. That's not easy to do. Multiple times. Yeah. So, but here's the funny thing about it. What did it take to beat the strong black woman? Think about it. What did it take to beat the strong black woman? Another young, hungry, strong black woman. That's not the answer I thought you had. I like that answer, by the way. That right there. And you guys can say what you want to, but now you guys are double shook. Because now you have a you have an actual rivalry. You have the GOAT. Yeah. You know, saying who's who may be eventually on her way to decline with a new up and coming. On her way up, Naomi, someone who, Naomi Osaka, someone who remember that name up to Serena. But what are you guys trying to do with this young lady now? Before she was the the Haitian Japanese chick, remember. But now that she's out there, now that she's visible, oh, the Japanese chick—they took away the Haitian, mm. and she and to her credit, Naomi, I love you for this young lady. Naomi Osaka, I love you for this. She said, hey, hold up. You're not going to take one without the other. 
I was raised by a Haitian father. I was raised in a Haitian household. I am Haitian and Japanese. That's what it is. So she's acknowledging both. You are not going to do imitation of life on this young lady. Good job. Good on you. Um, so what's going to happen basically now? You're going you're gonna to have that robbery. And I, I like that because it's good for it. Nobody there, nobody's there to beat, up t- uh, to beat up tennis the way that Serena's doing it. But now you have somebody that's hungry, beautiful, and black. And it was true in old Korea against, against Serena. Serena. Mm-hmm. So now when they play again, that's going to be a mm-hmm. big draw right oh, yeah. there. Oh, yeah, because because they want to see it. Exactly. They want to see it. You know, they, they try to... They Serena's try to coming it. for this time. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Y'all put I'm, my I'm, money on I'm, Serena. I'm, sure I'm, I'm sure putting a lot of money on Serena. I mean, but that that's just... But that's what you want. Exactly. That's what you want. You know, you you want that rivalry. Yes. But if you know... Yeah, Serena's just running through everybody. It well, kind yeah, of go barring that But there's, there's no... There's no... How can I explain it? There's a mutual respect within the rivalry. There's not a... You know, I'm calling her names or I'm going to bash her or anything. Of that no, 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 no. Well, admit it. Yeah, to Serena being her idol, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think that's what Serena Holden and said that that, that that real nice thing I said where she goes, "You guys are taken away from this young lady's day." Yep, which I love class. that she said that. Class, class, yes. So that was class. What I would stop doing. Number one, don't boycott Serena. You guys are already find her great. Okay, you did that. It is what it is. You know, was it warranted? No, because those referees have been treated way worse than that. But what you see is, here comes that angry black girl from Compton. If you guys boycott, I'll say this, if the referees boycott Serena Williams, I would say boycott tennis altogether. Yeah, I'll definitely say that. I would say, if you you boycott that on a pickup show, B, we just they do that. We just did. No, I mean, really hard. Not like, like right now, we're just mentioning that we're going to do it hard. Every every show, we're going to mention that. Okay. Because that's foul. You, you, you can't do that, man. Uh-uh. She didn't curse. She right. She didn't use no type of curses. She did slam her racket. She got fined for that. Oh, man. All she says is you was a thief. I mean, those are the words that children learn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So just leave her like that. Leave the boy caught in the loan. You find her. Life moves on. That's just my opinion. Well, what I'll say is... They should get rid of that umpire. How about that? Congratulations, Naomi Osaka. Um, way to be classy, Serena. But you just know that you now have a... You have a younger version of you coming up. You have a young version of you coming up. When you were coming up. Because before there was Serena, there was Venus. Venus was the first one to actually come out and was taken over. Right. So everybody was scared of Venus. But then, in came Serena. And Serena, when, when she took it, yeah, when she yeah, took it, she took it, and she took it, and she held it, and she continued to hold it, and they tried everything they could to break that woman. They tried everything they could to break Venus. They tried to say that their father was loud and obnoxious and things of that nature, but he was just being a good father who molded and invested in his children. Yeah, but at the same time, he didn't Levar ball them. That's all I'm gonna say about that. I'm yeah, and one thing, one thing class. I like, I love about the sister. She's older than her, right? Yeah, yeah. Venus is older. What I love about Venus is like she lost multiple times to her sister, but yet she's her biggest fan. Well, and I know so you people might go, "You supposed to." There's a lot of things that's supposed to happen that True. don't happen. True. So I'm gonna give her credit for that, like that father thing we spoke about. But right. I don't want to get back into that. Please don't. It's a whole other subject. All right. But I love the fact that she's the loudest. Mm-hmm. She's standing up. 
And I love that. That's family yeah. right there for real, man. Well, Salute I mean, to Venus for that. Even I mean, though she beats you practically every time y'all play. <laughs> now, she ain't giving her no breaks. You would think, like, that's my sister. I might let her win today. That's not happening. No. No. Serena ain't but having that. I'll say, uh, I'll say like, a, like I said before, I mean, when it all boils down to it, it's, it's played the same way. I mean, think about it. You know, tennis was predominantly, well, it ain't no predominantly. Tennis was a white man's sport. And I don't mean to make it this way, but it's true. Tennis was a white man's sport. Sure, I used to put it back in the day, that's so all you feel. Well, no, see, I mean, it was. Tennis was a white man's sport. Enter they had Arthur. that brother, right? What was enter, name? enter Arthur Ashe. There you go, there you go. Arthur Ashe came into tennis, told tennis a new asshole. Mm. So what ended up happening, they said, you know what? We got to get rid of this man. He goes in for a blood transfusion and comes out with AIDS. Wow. That ends Arthur Ashe. So basically what we've been waiting for, what what we, us, have been waiting for, who's going to be the next Arthur Ashe? Who's going to be the next one to come out? Now we have them. They hate that. Tiger Woods, because golf was predominantly black. Tiger Woods came yeah. through. Golf was white, you mean? Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, golf, okay, golf, okay. golf was white. Tiger Woods comes through. What does he do? Took it over. Took it over. <laughs> Killed it. He had tried to every, take him out. Yeah, too. Had, had everybody upset. But they tried to take him out because he liked the full round a sex problem. You know, yeah, he, he liked the full round a little bit, and they they want to destroy his whole career yeah, for that. But you know I mean, it, it ain't been the same since. You know, so now they're making room for the other ones to come up. Right. Hockey. You know, there's a couple of blacks there. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen a couple of so, brothers out there. That that's that is the natural, and I'm I'm sorry, Chris, uh, I know, but I'm sorry to say this. That is your fear. Your fear is every time that we do something that you do, we take it over, we do it better, and we take it to a whole another level. The only thing we're not doing is that goddamn sailing, and that's you know why? Because black people can't swim. I say that. <laughs> Go down to Mississippi. Now, now, Go down to the East Coast, man. Black, man, black people can't swim, dog. Now you kind of like me. When you get on something, you run with it. Let's go back to Serena. Okay. Well, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you're running it right now. You talk about sailing and all. No, I'm just saying. I'm pretty sure Serena can swim, but she's a black girl, so I'm pretty sure she ain't swimming after she get her hair done. But that that's just what that is. <laughs> you know, she get that hair perm. She ain't touching no water. She ain't touching no water. <laughs> but nah, um, with Serena, keep your head up. Keep your head up. Continue to do what you do. Handle yourself with class. Miss Naomi Osaka, continue to do what you do. Handle yourself with class. One thing they can't take away from you is who you are and what you've accomplished. They can try, but it ain't going to happen. You have a world of people that are standing behind you. Yeah. Both black, white, no matter what. you have, But you do have your ignorance. Know that. Um, Does she have to make an apology? No. Okay. No. Ain't no reason to apologize for. No, me. I'm just saying. I just thought that was. There's no reason to apologize for being competitive. Point blank. Period. Don't apologize for that. So, we wrapping it up, man. We about to get on out of here. Uh, thank you for rocking with us, Al. Oh, man, yeah. man, man, man. Yes, we did. Uh, Josh Williams, uh, Big D from Big D's boxing page, man. It was great. Learned a lot about NASCAR today. Oh man. wow, man. Yeah, he he lit me up, man. I might be like a slight fan. Right? No, I'm, I'm I'm actually gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch you know it because I, I want to see it. You because know, yeah, he gave us the inside scoop. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So now I got a whole different perspective. But on I'm it. really gonna watch. I'm watching for his car. I'm like, man, that's ninety. Use it. You know. So <laughs> do you do your thing out there, man. Good luck, man. Be yeah, safe on that track. Uh, shouts out to Cece. You know, Cece. Yeah, she, you know, she's gonna be little sis. 
Little big sis. As well as, well as, as well as Boss Lady Crystal. She oh, be Boss Lady. Too, so, you know. We uh, love some Boss Lady, don't we? Well, she all right. <laughs> <laughs> Shouts out to Chi-Town, man, back there, man. He over there, he over there holding it down with us. Hot Wheels, shout out to Hot Wheels. Shout out to the Lower East Side, Vegas Strong, my wife Faith. I know you got that. Oh, man, of course, man. Gardena from Raleigh Park, all the way out to the Fabulous 50s, baby. You know how we do. Uh, Mr. Johnson, get well. We see you in there. Praying for you, Mr. Johnson. Pick up show. See you next week. Be right back.